Welcome back. Welcome back to another episode of Roll Dogs. We've been gone. We have. But for good reason. For is it was it a good reason? Which was it? That's what that's hey. That's you don't think it was? Okay, so um before how rude. Hi everybody, I am Janelle, and this is the Road Dogs Podcast alongside Amir, of course. And we just gonna get right into it so that way we can just kind of because we have a jam-packed jam-packed. Jammed, jam-packed. But like I said, for good reason, because we went to Houston last week. Yes. And and um it was an amazing, life-changing, groundbreaking um, time. It was awesome. It was awesome. You popped up. Shout out to you. I know I wasn't going to go at first. Yes. Um, until you showed up. Yeah, you showed up. Um, but we was in a car, and uh, my partner was like, oh, I wish Amir Orlando could come. And I guess... I guess your partner had told my partner, but you was trying to come, like you was trying to surprise us, or I don't know how it went. And then once I mentioned that to my partner, that maybe you was trying to surprise us, he was trying to make it seem like y'all wasn't coming, but he did a terrible job at saying like, oh darn, I wish they could make it. It would have been so much fun. Oh, oh, and I was like, by that time, you had already texted me. It was like, the jig is up. Like, I'll see you when I get there. And so I was like, babe, they on their way. Well, as, <laughs> as far as I knew, they had already talked because they um, were talking about tickets and stuff like that. So yeah. it was already like, I felt like he probably mentioned it to you, but I guess he didn't. Yeah. No, he did. Oh, okay. He mentioned it. And then once I said that you was probably trying to surprise me, like do a pop up, he tried to like go back and be like, "Wait, I ain't say that." Like that's not what. And then I was like, "I just talked to him. <laughs> like it's okay." But we went on Friday. We went to Deviant. How was that for you? Yeah, so that's where I was gonna show up. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was my first time going. It was definitely yes. an experience. Did I you have a good time? time? Yeah, it was fun. Yeah, it was definitely fun. I don't know where the previous ones have been held. This one was at a club. Yeah. So is that normally where they're mm-hmm. held at? Okay. Yeah. Because I, the, I guess I was thinking, you know, like a warehouse rave type of deal, somewhere like big open space. Yeah, I could see that being in like like the bigger cities, so maybe like yeah. L.A., New York. But the ones that we went to, they've all pretty much been in a club setting, um, settings that's known for like that type of wear so it's not like anything out of the ordinary well i mean it was i wouldn't no. say out of the no. <laughs> not like that but i'm just saying you know like well so did you have coat check no okay so that was the whole thing it was like you're wearing whatever you're wearing well you're parking your car and then like walking to the area yeah yeah so that that was a little like hmm but I mean, my outfit wasn't that revealing. No, I mean, there were definitely some some outfits that reached along the borderline of clothing. Yeah, absolutely. It's just like, here's some floss. Two pasties and a leaf. Mm-hmm. That's what and it is. Let's go to Deviant, bitch. Let's go. 
body positivity. <laughs> but I always have a good time because I don't feel judged. Like, I just feel like we in there, we having a good time. We got the oomps, oomps music going on. Everybody is, everybody is stumping their feet and moving. And I feel like when you go to a deviant party, it's like some people are dancing to the beat and then some people are dancing to the lyrics. And I always get confused on like where I fit in. Well, hopefully you are inebriated enough that it doesn't matter. I was. That's, I was fucked that's, up. That's the best thing is if you are inebriated where it doesn't matter, you can just like get on dance floor and like. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> everything was a blur. Everything was a um, so shout out to you and your partner for coming and joining us. We definitely love y'all and appreciate y'all for sure. Um, and then we went out to, well, you guys, I don't know where you guys went, but we went out to eat after for like a food truck. Houston has a lot of amazing yes. food. Yeah. Yes. You know, I, mm, Houston has a wide variety of, of food. food. <laughs> Let's not say amazing. A wide variety of food. There are definitely some places that could use a little more work. I will say that on not only the food, but the customer service. Every place we went to, besides the very last uh, taste, I believe, their customer service was amazing. Every other place we went to, there was an issue. And I feel like in Houston, all bitches do is go to brunch. Like, that's, I, I don't feel like, I feel like don't nobody work. They just go to brunch. It's definitely a brunch catered audience and i feel like because every popular spot has like an hour 50 like there's you know people want it that their customer service go down because they're just like if you don't like it it's another naive bitch that's hungry that's gonna come in that's ready to eat well so we went to a place on saturday right yes yeah that was saturday and it wasn't extremely packed no but the 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 sir, mm. <laughs> it was it was uh it was an experience. Bless her heart. Um, she did say like, "Oh, we're short staff. Like, I'm so sorry for the wait." And I'm like, "Girl, I ordered wing dings. Like, I can go back there and make like, bitch, I can drop them." Because I think you guys got your food like last. last. Yeah. And all we had was chicken wings. I think like, I could go if they battered. I could go drop the wings in in the grease. Like that's it's nothing. I can do that. And then the the pricing too. I'm just like everything is overpriced. <laughs> everything is overpriced. Um, which I mean, I get it. You're you want to create that that certain feel. Like yeah. I'm here. I'm dropping this amount on this right. amount, but I want it to match. Yeah. And I feel like at some of the prices, this don't it didn't match. match. It yeah. didn't match. The quality of food did not match. Um, the drinks were good. Everywhere we went, the drinks were amazing. I will say the drinks were good. They yeah. tasted good. Yeah. So everything uh, along those lines was good, but it left a lot to be desired, like the traffic, the wait times at some of these restaurants. I definitely. Now, people in Houston cannot drive. I will say that. No. No. Um. I made the right choice not moving to Houston. I'll say that. Yeah, people drive wild. I'm sorry. I don't think I could survive. Because, <laughs> bitch, if you, if you want brunch, you wait an hour 50. Yeah, that, so there, what was the one place we went to, or we were going to go to, but it was like three hours? Um, I forgot the name, but that's insane. 
to be waiting for brunch? It was taste, actually. Taste, okay. Yeah, because we, we wanted to go there. And then our friend um, Marissa, shout out to Marissa, um, her birthday um, was that Monday. And so we went, ended up going um, to taste. But it, even still, then on a Monday, it was an hour and 30 minute wait. For and what? I'm like, no, nah, the food was good. No, was it a big place, small place? It was like medium size. It was like a medium upstairs, downstairs. Nothing to really, you know, as far as like the, the size to write home about. But our waiter was amazing. The food was good. Um, and they, I, what I did like was they kept informing us, um, like, hey, I still have you on the list. You know, the kitchen was just backed up. So as the tables were clearing out, they like, you know, we don't want to sit y'all and y'all just sit at the table for a minute. We'll just let the kitchen kind of catch up and then we'll start taking people. So once the kitchen caught up, it was like, okay, yeah, they cleared out the table and we was up and we sat down. We ate, food came out fast. So that's why I was like, you know, and the quality was good. All it was four of us there. Everybody that was at the table enjoyed them. Okay. Um. So you know it. So I'll definitely go back to taste. Shout out to them. Um. But yeah, I could, I could, I could not go to Houston for a while <laughs> and not be mad about it. However, <gasps> on Sunday, the day that you know we all have been waiting for. Um, I went to go see Beyonce. <laughs> oh, I don't want to cry. I don't want to cry. But it was... I really can't explain it. And I was telling Marissa that too. Like, I can't put into words like what I felt. Like, I just felt proud to be there. Like, and I felt like everybody else felt the same way too. Like, they all really enjoyed themselves and I enjoy you know I don't do well with big crowds and I was elbow to elbow to some motherfucker who I didn't know and then they was doing poppers the people that was sitting the couple that was sitting next to us was doing poppers and I was like we just talked about this I can't dictate or tell somebody what they can and can't do did you partake it's Beyonce no 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 that was because it was too you know like um white boys that was sitting next to us doing poppers and then like two seats down it was like a mom a grandma and a little kid you know like i just felt like ugh, like come on bitch like but let's go let's let's focus so we walked in well beyonce never said it was a family event she didn't she did and that's why remember we talked about this i can't control they bought their ticket just like i did so I can't control what they did in that moment. But I can control how I felt about it. And I felt like that wasn't appropriate. But if they needed to be on that high to enhance the experience, I get it. I mean, did they at least like lean over? Like, No, bitch. It was out in the open. Pass it over. Pass it over. And I'm like, damn, bitch. She only, she up two songs in. She's still doing, you know, her old her shit. Her runs. Yeah, like, <laughs> bitch, she ain't even get to the uns uns yet. And you, like, bitch, you three, uh, you know, sniffs in. Well, you know, it doesn't last that long. So. Well, I don't know. You got to gotta keep chasing the dragon. From what I okay, so. Allegedly. <laughs> so, um, she came out beautiful. Um, there was little moments in the show where I would just kind of like 
look around and I was looking at everybody else's faces just to kind of see if they was experiencing what I was experiencing. It was like an outer body type thing. And I'm trying to explain it to you, articulate it to you, like how I felt, but I can't. And she's the only person that has ever made me feel like that. And I couldn't record as much as I wanted to because I wanted to be in, like, engulfed in the moment. And I was. And I just was like, ah, I'm here to see Beyonce. But um, Blue Ivy came out. That was amazing. Blue did awesome. She got teary-eyed hearing us. Uh, chant blue and you know like it was like a five minute ovation for blue um megan stallion came out um beyonce listened to me i feel like she specifically did um thick for me because you know thick is one of my favorite songs and that hasn't been a song that she's performed on the tour um the mute challenge that went over she said we won Houston Night 2 said, she said we won. Her backup dancers said that we won. Uh, you could literally, like, bitch, it was like nothing. Like nothing. Um, but I'll say this, and then I'll move on. You know, Church Girl has always been from the the first time I listened to that album. It was my favorite song because of, like, that first verse. And I had told my partner, like, I might cry on Church Girl. Like, I told him, you know, because when I first listened to it, I think I said it on the podcast before. Like, I was like, yo, she, was she in my therapy session? Like, like, girl, like, how did you know this? And I was like, I grabbed my partner. She came out with the little robe. I was like, babe, I, I think she's about to do Church Girl. I think she's about to do Church Girl. And he looked at me and he was like, why are you shaking? And then I was like, I don't know. Like, I think she's about to do Church Girl. And she started, and I can't, I can't describe, like, I just felt like I had to show out just to say thank you. Because what she did in the words in that first verse, it really kind of, like, set me free. And I've been able to kind of, like, live in my truth, be myself, not feel judged, and not care, you know, if... Somebody is judging me. Like, I don't give a fuck no more. Um, so that was my experience. Like, uh, church girl, like, I'll it I'll say this. The most hype part of like church girl, of course, personal reasons, that was my favorite. But the most hype part of the show is when she did heat it. And the little fans, like, I was like, I think I, like, I grabbed my cheeks. I was like, oh. like, we're in the middle of this and everybody, like, Heated is that girl. Heated is her, like, stadium anthem. Because it was the loudest the stadium had been. Like, bitches was ready. Fans was out. Um, I can't wait to go see Beyonce again. I'm specifically putting money aside to go see her if she tours again. So do you feel like this is going to wrap up into like a documentary? I hope so. Okay. I hope it leads into like a documentary that turns into like the videos. Um, Cause for, and I don't want to like, kind of like continue going in, but as I like looked around, there was like people crying at like the most random moments. And it was like, 
you feel that way too. You know what I'm saying? Like music is supposed to be like a release. It's supposed to help you kind of like heal. And you can see that, like you can see these people enjoying their favorite, their favorite song by their favorite artists. And it was amazing. It was one of like top 10 most like memorable moments of my life was this concert. So when you're talking about concerts that have heavily impacted history, we're talking about Michael Jackson, we're talking about Tina Turner, we're talking about Jason Derulo falling down the stairs. Do you feel like this concert is on that level? Yes. Okay. Because if you ask around, people can't describe how they felt at the concert. Like, I wish I could adequately tell you the feelings I felt as she transitioned through this concert, but I can't. Like, nothing I can say would kind of, like, pinpoint and have, like, an accurate statement for it. Like, I felt it was a non-judgmental zone, even though I was judging the bitches that was sniffing poppers. <laughs> um, I felt free. Like, I felt... I don't care if people is watching me dance. I don't care if people is watching me cry. Like, I don't care if, you know, my boyfriend was recording me doing Church Girl because he, like, I want to capture this moment. And I didn't care. Like, nobody was there. Like, I felt like during that specific song, during that specific verse, she was singing to me. And I know other motherfuckers there felt the same way because you could see it. Like, you can see these people kind of, like, releasing all of this energy, just pent up energy, all of this, you know, time that they've waited to see her. You can see that. And I thank her for that. Like she probably helped a lot of people and she don't even know it. I mean, obviously she knows. She yeah, knows yeah, yeah. That she did. I mean, the album was, you know, geared to LGBT community. Yeah. And you know, and they bring us all together. They was out. <laughs> they was out, bitch. They was out. I mean, I, apparently people were wearing outfits you would have saw a Deviant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bitches just spray painting them silver <laughs> and said, I'm going to go ahead and wear these, wear this tomorrow. Um, they was out. So if Beyonce said, okay, this is the last concert, I'm done, would you feel fulfilled or do you I would. more? I would feel like she gave everything to every kind of like sector of music you know like so i would feel like yeah she opened us up with some of her classics some of her um deep cuts from some of her albums and then she transitioned right into the renaissance and it was boom 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 like think like highlight after highlight after highlight like i told y'all before i hated the energy but bitch when she said everybody on mute I was like, you motherfuckers bet not. Like, bitch, you, you bet not. Like, I, and then Move, Hate. I shouldn't say Hate. It's one of my least favorite songs on the album. But she does this cute little cunty dance move to it. And when she was doing it, like, she looked in the camera like, I'm that bitch. Like, and everybody was like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. Like, <sighs> yes. So I would be fulfilled to answer your question. And then one of the coolest things, I guess, is to see how Blue Ivy has kind of grown, yeah. especially becoming more comfortable on stage. I think in the beginning, she was like, you know, counting the steps. Mm -hmm. And now she's like, bam, she's like, bam, bam. Yeah. And she's so smooth. Like, it was just so smooth. 
it was just so like she's been here she's learning you clearly you can tell she's learning from the best and she's just kind of like she was she was soaking it all in how cool is that like your summer job you dance with your mama right <laughs> like, but yeah it was to like millions of people millions millions of people got to travel she, the world i feel like she just comes out there and like thank you guys right I know your bills are affected. Right. But you are here tonight. <laughs> She's like, some of you motherfuckers ain't got a house to go back to, but you bought this ticket. <laughs> but yeah. So thank you. I honor you, Beyonce, on this day. And I love you. I love how she made me feel. That's that's adorable. I'm waiting for the, I need the Beyonce, or the Destiny's Child reunion. Yeah, people were saying that they wanted that, but that concert was three and a half hours long. I didn't want that. I mean, I just want the the one, if there was one more concert that popped up, even if it was like a surprise, that, that's all I would want. It's yeah. like, bring out Kelly, bring out Michelle, maybe Latavia, and then bam. Okay. I can live with it. I can live without it. <laughs> but I'm just because I was like, please don't let her bring out another motherfucking special guest. Because I was into it, but bitch, my feet was hurting. We stood up the whole time. Oh no, like the whole time we was up. Mm-mm. I'm sorry, I'm a tour. I need to see. <laughs> but yeah, shout out to Beyonce. Yeah, shout out to Beyonce. Definitely hoping that there's another concert in the future at yes. some point. But if this is your big send off. Hey, we see it and we appreciate it. Yes, we do. So, going ahead and jumping into our current events, uh, guess what? Where we talk about entertainment, current events, all that good stuff. Yeah. There's some topics that we want to go over, right? <laughs> you say we very loosely because this one you want to tackle. I mean, you also brought this up as well, right? Yeah. As like, uh, hey, best friend, look at this bitch. Has she lost it? So, as you know, um, we keep up with our favorite belly dancer, Brittany. (laughs) And um, apparently she released a new video where she's basically a Ninja Turtle. And she's swinging those knives around. So she has a pair of two knives that she's swinging around while she's dancing. Hitting that eight count. Yes. Or 13 count, depending on what she's counting her head. Because it definitely seems a little off. It A little? Um, I do like that, you know, she takes moments to smile at the camera. As she twirls. She, the thing, she will hit that twirl. She will. She will. <laughs> she will. Um, I'll give Britney that. Britney will hit a spin. And stop on point. And her toes be pointed, too. Mm-hmm. I'm like, bitch, that's training. She hasn't lost it. But she has lost it. So the thing is, it's like, it's obviously, this is a sign of something deeper that's going on. Um, you think so? I think so. I definitely think so. Um, which is why I'm not, I'm not trying to obviously use it as a spectacle type of deal. But it is a sign of something deeper. I mean, when you are on camera holding knives that are real. I mean, she said on her post that, don't worry, these are fake knives. But no, because... You heard the clinks. And she, it was revealed later that she cut herself, her arm and her leg. So, yeah. Um, <clears throat> it's a sign of the times. It's a sign of the no, times. No, because we not twirling around in the house. No, I'm not for her. 
Oh yeah, yeah. It's, it's um, a sign of the times for her. She said, "I gotta cut these bitches off." Um, I, I'm a little torn because, um, one end, I'm like, this is hilarious. Like, I don't know what she's trying to do. I don't know what she's trying to prove. Um. Cause she has no motherfucking knives and it's just like clink clink. But then on the other hand, I'm like, oh my God, she is twirling with these two knives. Like, what if something happened? You know, like what if something happens? And she, like we said, she's not doing a little cute to the left, to the right. Like mama's is twirling like them like they a baton. And it just be like the look straight into the camera. I'm like, girl, focus on them knives. Like, don't look at me. Like, focus on what you're doing with them knives because one wrong move. And then it's like, oh, my God, we just saw Britney Spears cut herself. Like, um, I think it. I think you might be right. I think this could be a time. But then I also am just like, we didn't go through what she went through. So is this like a release for her? But then also like. It's not a good look because you went through this because they were saying you were displaying this type of behavior. I'm going to just pray for Brit. I mean, how far does it need to escalate? I mean, are we going to watch her dance with grenades, with guns, like before someone's like, okay, this someone needs to step in. But so, And then some people can just say she's just dancing, though. Well, wh- where do you have knives? <sighs> I th- that that was my thing like of all of the items in the house she was like the butcher knives now if the next video she like is dancing with a severed hand and there's blood right people are gonna be like oh shit oh my god we should have stepped in but it's like this, this is the time to <laughs> to do something i don't know i mean could you it, i mean you could do a welfare call on the you could do a welfare check you can you could should we send the people? Somebody, I hope somebody did. I hope so. Um, I hope somebody. Yeah, I mean, by now her. it'd be pretty late. It's yeah. already Wednesday. Um, but Brittany, we're rooting for you. Just yeah. put the step away. No more items in the kitchen. Like, what if she come out with spoons next? If she came out with spoons, I would be like, okay, that bitch, she know what she's doing. She's saying. I, you know what? She if she came mind. out with spoons or like those safety scissors. Yeah. I would feel a little bit more comfortable. It's the knives that are real. That yeah. As you can hear them. As you say, hear them clanking. Bitch, when she clinked them knives for the first time, I was on <laughs> the floor. Because I was like, why would she do that? And she's moving really fast. Right. It's not slow at all. It's not sensual. Like it like I don't know what she was trying to like what was she what message? Was she trying to like get across to the people? Like, and I'm, I cut said, a I bitch. Need, I need to know the music because yeah, when these videos get uploaded, there's no music whatsoever. Oh, just pray for Brittany. But she is boogieing down. She is. So, Something's playing in her head. Something. It's it's the A count. It's the A count. It's keeping her there. But um, yeah, I, I really do hope that something or someone is able to step in that is part of her life. I mean, I know there was a whole thing with the husband that was divorcing 
I don't even know where that is now. I know they're separated, but you know, you don't really know the full details. But you know, we're rooting for you. Just put the knives down. That's Please. All. Yeah. And getting into our next topic, Angelica Ross. Yes, Angelica Ross, most popular for her time on Pose. On Pose. And then American Horror Story, of course. Yeah. So Angelica Ross, I guess, is leaving Hollywood, apparently. Yeah. And has some things to say. Um, set to run for office in Atlanta. So definitely good luck to you. Good luck um, to her on that, for sure. But on her way out, she says, I got some shit to say. I got some shit to say. But also, she expressed frustration with um, the show's creator, um, Ryan Murphy, because she missed opportunities with Marvel. So she was expressing, you know, like she had ideas and she just wanted to know, like, was she being brought back for the next, you know, American Horror Story? Um, so that way she could kind of know, you know, kind of plan out because she was getting calls for Marvel, allegedly. Um, so she said that one of her co-stars, Emma Roberts, um, made a transphobic joke. An unprofessional joke while they were on set. You want to kind of break it down what happened? Yeah, so apparently they were in makeup or something like that. And it was Angelica Ross and Emma Roberts and the makeup artist. And I guess they were going back and forth with each other, mm-hmm. teasing each other or something like that. And um, Emma Roberts said like, hey, Angelica Ross is being mean to me. And the makeup artist said, hey, ladies, keep it, keep it down, mm-hmm. or, you know, be nice. And um, Emma Roberts decided to respond and said, you mean lady? And turned around. And I guess this is something that has gagged Angelica Ross for how many years? I mean, how Five. Many? It's been five years since that show since came the, Since the show has come out. Mm-hmm. So that was something that really, you know, grinded her gears. Um... And she decided to reveal it recently yeah. while a new season of American Horror Story is coming out that yeah. Emma Roberts is starring in with a couple other people like Kim Kardashian. So a lot of people are saying it's a little interesting how now you're bringing this up. Um, but as you said, there's also the other issues that Angelica Ross has with Ryan Murphy. Because uh, I guess Angelica Ross also stated that it would be nice to have an all-black cast or a black leading cast for American Horror Story, and he may have shot it down or something like that. I'm not 100% sure exactly how that conversation went, but I guess it didn't go anywhere. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> let me say this. <sighs> hmm. I love my trans sisters. I, I love our LGBTQ a community something about this seems off off a little bit and i only say off because the timing is really suspicious with the new show coming out like with the new show coming out but then also 
this is just this is just me and i i can't say like how somebody else should react but um the joke had it been two people in the same community maybe like two trans women kind of like going at each other with a gag like but because i mean the way angelica said it how emma turned and kind of was like coy and shy and like bitch she would have chewed if it was a trans sister like that's no shade at all but because it came from a straight white woman you could tell the disrespect but i'm not gonna let you disrespect me on a set and then i have to come to work and be uncomfortable because angelica kind of said you know she came to work um and she kind of like always had an attitude at emma emma's kind of like well, what's wrong you know what i'm saying like bitch i'm not about to come to work because you made me uncomfortable and now i gotta give you attitude no i'm going to let you know hold on little bitch like we not cool like that you don't say nothing like that to me you can't say anything like that to me if you thought it wasn't offensive it was like she should have checked that shit right then and there like don't wait years and years later because then i'm like you making it seem like you a boss type bitch when if that was the case you wouldn't have let that shit pass or not of course resort to violence but then bitch you you witty. You feel like you come back with something. Say, you know, I can't tell. My chest bigger than yours. Like, only one of us has a, a bird chest. You know something. Yeah. Like, she could have came with something in a moment to kind of put the bitch in her place. Like, hey, you can go tit for tat with me. But don't, like, come out with it and then make it seem like you big and bad now. Because, no. You you're talking about, you know, and I was. I was. Don't tell me what you was going to do. Tell me what you what you did because i'm gonna tell you what you should have done i feel like a lot of times we don't check the disrespect in the moment we talk about it or we kind of refer back to it and then we try to put up this facade like oh this is why because you don't do know what they did they did she did this to you she said this to you and now here you are giving us this sad story so doesn't make it right though doesn't make that the joke was right. I just want to put that out there. Uh, so I don't know. I, I'm obviously we're not there to be able to determine fully how far the joke went or what they were joking about. But it sounds like they were going at each other. Yeah, which is why the makeup artists or whoever it was that was there say, "Hey, you guys need to both calm down." Yeah. Apparently, there's this whole thing about how Emma Roberts was a little shit on on set, and, and that's like throughout her career, right? That has been... Because I heard that she was a little shit on a set of the show with Scream Queens. Oh. I heard that she didn't get along and she used to play, like, little pranks and she used to get people um, in trouble and all this type of stuff on Scream uh, Scream Queens. And that her and Ariana was, like, button heads and it was, like, an interview with them, too, that's, like, completely awkward. Their energy is off. You can tell they don't really fuck with each other, but they're make pretending. Oh. So I heard that she, yeah, that she's she's like that. I mean, she might be a hundred percent. Hollywood ain't Hollywood no more. I mean, we we've talked about this before because there was a the whole incident with the security guard and blah blah yeah. blah. 
Um, so hey, who knows? Maybe she is a little shit. Hey, it's Hollywood. Yeah. I mean, she is a nepo baby. I feel like back in the day, they were snatching bitches. Like you would hear about a fight. Like, can you imagine her trying to pull this shit on like a Lindsay Lohan on set? A Paris Hilton, a Nicole Richie. Like, bitch, we would have heard about a fight on set. Yeah, if you now were, these hoes is going to, uh, to Twitter. Can you imagine IG. that? Like, during that time period, if you somebody going online and be like, oh, Lindsay Lohan came in drunk, yes, high off pills. I can't imagine. And I'm that. like, well, duh. Right, it's like, Lindsay Lohan. yeah, it's motherfucking Lindsay Lohan. What, you, like, what, like, what did you, what you do? thought? Right. <laughs> like, you thought she wasn't? But, no, but so the whole thing with this is like, and this is a bigger, bigger thing I have, at least with people. If you have an issue with someone, um, speak up on it. Uh, please. This whole, especially, one, so if, especially if the person, as she said, she confirmed that, you know, she started giving a cold shoulder on set and started yeah. not speaking to her. And if that person actually is approaching you and it's like, hey, what's going on? Is everything, are you all right? That, is, no. a, that is an open opportunity right there to say, Actually, I did want to talk to you about something, something that you said a couple, a while ago. Yeah. Everyone is not on the same page. They are their own person. They may not understand what offended you. As you said, Emma, or as um, Angelica Ross said, Emma Roberts apologized privately, such and such and such. Um, and then, but then was a whole thing of like, it wasn't enough or whatever she said. It was kind of off. It was like, she apologized privately, but then it was right. still... But like even then, it's like okay, you can't expect to some to know that someone's going to see from your perspective. So if there is something that's bothering you to that level, then approach that person. Or even if you don't want to approach that person, if that person approaches you, that is the open floor right there to be like, hey, I do want to talk to you about this issue right here. Mm-hmm. What you said made me feel this way, right? Because if someone's approaching you, that means they at least sense the energy that you're giving yeah. off. Yeah. That something's off and they're trying to rectify So the door it. was open right there. The door was open right there. But we're talking about, here we are five years later and you're bringing this up. Mm. Well, I, I wish Angelica all the best. And I do, because I do think that she's a, she's a good actress. She's a good actress. Um, unfortunately, she's leaving Hollywood to pursue other things, which I fully understand. You know, there may be more money in what she's pursuing. Yeah. Um, I can definitely see her being like an activist or, um, yeah, you know, like something like that. Like running her own nonprofit for like trans people or LGBTQI people that want to want to get into acting. I could definitely see her doing something like that because yeah. she would be ideal for it because she has that, that spark. She has that like, you want to be around her, but... You know, um, we wish her all the best. I want to know who who did Emma Roberts piss off? Because this is the second thing to come out, and I bet you it won't be the last. Emma Roberts give off that energy. I mean, but she got away with it for such a long time. Right. But they don't they always think about how she grew up? No, because I would say like Harvey Weinstein. Mm, okay, he was whoa cons- whoa. That's kind of like. I mean, I mean, not to that level, obviously, mm-hmm. but I mean, he was a respected person in Hollywood until there you go, everything flipped, and yeah. you know, all that stuff happened for him. So I'm wondering, like, it, I don't know, I don't want to say that 
something happened, but it's just, okay, video of her being mean to the security guard. And then here we go with Angelica Ross saying that she's an asshole on set. And she's also transphobic. And she's also possibly racist. I'm yeah. like, what else is going to come out about this girl? I'm like, who did you piss off? Because, I mean, other than that, this would have been, who would have known? Yeah. Um, speaking of who would have known, <laughs> we're going to segue into the next topic, which is uh, Miss Carrie Washington, or Olivia Pope, as she is affectionately known. Um, she recently made headlines uh, because she discovered that her biological father was not, well, her father wasn't her biological father. Um, in 2018, her mom and dad basically had a sit down with um, Carrie Washington because she wanted to go on um, this show called Finding Your Roots, right? That's where they kind of like do kind of like background, go in depth about, you know, basically where you're from. And they had a family secret that they used um, a sperm donor. Um, to conceive her. Um, how do you feel about this whole situation? And then most importantly, um, the reason why this is coming out is because she does have, Carrie Washington does have a new memoir um, called Thicker Than Water, um, where she kind of shares uh, their journey as a family um, through this. And so um, just to kind of give y'all kind of like set the setting for you as she was, you know, she told her family she wanted to be on the show, that they wanted to do the show. She apparently came to them super excited. They was like, hey, baby girl, let's have it. Like, before we do this, let's talk about some shit. Um, yeah, so, you know, what What are your thoughts? It's It's interesting because this is a lot different from, oh, you know, my father has other children. And, you know, my mother didn't say anything or anything. That's probably the biggest example, I would yeah. say, about a family secret. Yeah. Um, it's always the dad. <laughs> <laughs> but for this to be, you know, we use a sperm donor. Um, it's interesting because, you know, that, that's also a big thing. It's like, oh, shit, who is the sperm donor? And, and who knows what laws in her state, you know, where she was born, whether or not they're allowed to release that information or. Yeah, she could follow up on that, and that definitely does change a lot of the a lot of the things that they would end up finding in that finding my roots. You know. Yeah. Um, I think it's interesting. The parents never wanted you know this information to come out, of course. Um, and they had decided to never tell her, but Carrie kind of said, you know, she always felt like there's always this questioning about you know, um where she like came from, how she kind of like fit in. If some of the early struggles she went through was kind of like her subconsciously knowing that something was off with her parents. Um, and so I feel like that was an interesting route for them to take. But I also feel like if I was in that position, I would probably do the same thing. I don't think I would tell my child um, I don't think I would. Uh, why not? Because um, 
number one, I feel like the male ego is extremely fragile. And so to admit that, you know, as a straight man, and of course, you know, I don't identify as a straight man anymore, <laughs> but um, having to admit that, I could see potentially made the father feel less of a man. You know, like knowing that he couldn't have his own child. And so I wouldn't want my child to ever be like, well, <laughs> nigga, you ain't even my real daddy. You know what I'm saying? Even though that I've been there for you since birth. So I feel like for me, if I was ever put in that situation, um, and it was when it comes to biologically, I, I'm only saying that because like the mom is still the biological mom. Um, but of course, I plan on like adopting. So I mean, that doesn't really, it's going to have to be like that. Um, but I don't think, I just feel like that would be a, a really kind of like tough conversation. I mean, it's a tough conversation, but it is also a conversation that is needed as well. Yeah. Like, you, how long do you think you can hold out on that, you know? Yeah, and a lot of people that was um, commenting was saying, you know, like, every time they saw Carrie's parents, she never, like, there was no real resemblance. Um, so maybe she kind of picked up some stuff from her dad, you know? Um, that little lip thing. That's that what I was going to say. They're, they do have that quivering lip thing. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I just, I just, I kind of understand the parents on this. Like, it's not a thing you ever want to tell your child because, I mean, I don't really know. I don't know how to, on one end, you're kind of like lying to them their whole life. Then on the other end, not so much because you're still, you still were the person that's been there for them since day one. I mean, and that's something that you would need to explain. Like, hey, you know, although we had to do a sur or surrogate or we had to do a sperm donor, you are still our child. We still treat you as our child. You know, this is something that doesn't change anything going forward. Mm -hmm. um, because, I mean... It's not like, like, like I said, it's not the, oh, I have, the, you're not my dad, but my dad's over here. You know, this is from a prior relationship. We're talking about an actual sperm donor. Yeah. So sperm donor is not someone that usually has an emotional connection to your mom. Oh, this is still your dad because he's been there since the beginning. He's been there your whole entire life. Yeah. Um, and and kind of like piggybacking off that Kirk Franklin as well. He made headlines with his YouTube documentary. Um, he has a new album coming out and it's basically um, about him revealing how he found his birth father. Um, and of course he's 53 and um, Kirk Franklin is from Fort Worth and they lived apparently like minutes apart. Um, this one is a, a little bit different because Kurt mom is basically saying like, that's not true. You know, like his dad, his, the person that he has known as his father recently passed away. Um, and so his mom is like, no, that's not true. Like, that's not true. Don't believe it. You know, she kind of walked out. Um, even though the DNA test said that, um, 
the man who uh, whose name is Richard Hubbard um, was a 99.9% match uh, for that. So I feel like that that's a little bit different. I think you touched on that before, like, but this time the mom is saying, the mom is lying about it. Yeah. What's your thoughts on, on that? It's crazy how how many family secrets are out there and how common it is. Yeah. Like, how many people have said, like, oh, you know, my my grandfather passed away and we found out he had another child. Mm-hmm. There were a lot of people saying that in the comments. Mm-hmm. Um, or the child showed up at the funeral um, when the dad passed away. And obviously, as we get into a more digital age and we get into, like, the DNA um, matches and research and stuff like that, that information comes out a lot faster. Um, you're finding stuff along the lines. It's just, like... Damn, is yeah. this always going to persist or do you think it's going to like slow down? Right. It's like... <laughs> um, I think it's, I don't think it's going to slow down. I don't. I mean, when you think about it now and how straight men just want to, you know, pop into anything. I mean, not into, <laughs> not into, into young ladies. But yeah. Um. Yeah, it's it's still going on today. Um, and I think the you know, black parents, they they'll have the evidence right in their face. And Kirk is saying, you know, his mom is very adamant that the man of um, the Hubbard um gentleman is not the father. And she hasn't talked to him since she you know, the results came out. And I'm just like, you know what, instead of admitting Hey, I, I I was wrong about this. This, you know, I, I trust the science. I trust the test. She's like, no. And I feel like that's very typical old school parenting. Like, nah, I made my mind. I know what it is. I'm going to honor, you know, your father's legacy. I'm not going to do X, Y, and Z and say that this man is your dad when it's right 99.9% certain but i mean not only are you disrespecting the biological dad you're also disrespecting his real dad yeah yeah i mean has she admitted that this was a prior relationship or this was something that happened you know i'm not too sure because i mean i guess you could say like if you admitted hey i did you know you know (laughs) Mm -hmm. during the concert you know but that's not it's not his hot you know that's something but to flat out be like i never you know i am who the fuck is that right that's different. So I don't know the extents of, you know, where she's drawing the line, but at some point, I mean, the science is science. And it'll get you every time. It will definitely show you. It'll know, get you every time. And like Maury said, you are the father. You are, you are the father. You are the father. Um, but to kind of wrap it up, just the two journeys that both Kerry Washington and Kirk Franklin are currently on um, with their parents at their age, right? I know it, it has to be because that's all you've known. That's all you're familiar with. So I know it has to be tough. Um, so we're wishing them all the best um, within their family dynamics. Um, and I think his son, so in the documentary, or in at least the article that was also on People, he talked about having a child at 17. Yeah. And I think that's his son, Carry On, right? Carry On. 
Yep, and that could potentially kind of explain why those two are the way that they are. Because um, they have been at odds for the past, what, 10 years? I think, um, I, I feel like, I'm, I'm going to say this and then I'm going to move on. I feel like the, the little traumas, the generational traumas that kind of like, they always kind of rear their ugly heads. It always kind of shows in some way, shape, or form. And I feel like while you're in it, you have to figure out why that is such like why that is so because these older people our parents our grandparents they're not going to tell like they're just not like they're not um and i'll leave it at that yeah i mean there's some things that you have to kind of break or it will continue on to the generational as they say generational curses and healing that relationship with, you know, your parent, wherever that may be, can help with your own children. Yeah. So I'm hoping that with this journey that Kirk Franklin is going on, um, journey of finding his biological father and creating that relationship, it may help with his own son yeah. and creating a better relationship so they're not at odds, you know? Yeah, fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Um, but yeah, speaking of fingers crossed, for the upcoming Super Bowl, Usher has just been announced that he will be performing. Usher, Usher. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, of course, um, Usher was made aware that he's going to be performing at the Super Bowl by um, Jay-Z. I am extremely excited about it. Um, I've been seeing a bunch of motherfuckers online kind of like questioning Usher and who he is. And so... This is the same man. Yeah, confessions. You don't have to call. Um, you remind me. DJ got us falling in love. Oh my God. Scream. Love in the club. Um, like, I, I mean, you could you could really go on and on. And I didn't even go until like you got it bad. Uh, what 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 did I miss? Um, you make me wanna like. There's so many different songs that Usher can perform. He's going to put on a good show. He is still vocally, in my opinion, head and shoulders above a lot of the, the other R&B guys. And I am happy that the Super Bowl is continuing the trend of, um, you know, urban individuals. Last year, of course, it was Rihanna. This year is going to be Usher. Next year is probably going to be Taylor Swift. Right. So there's obviously continually. Yeah big stars that they're pulling for this so it, it's a little crazy that people even doubt who usher is yeah when you're talking about you know so many people have performed I and mean, as you said we have rihanna i think eminem was there what last year right no that was no eminem was, that was the year there before? like two years yeah because we had dr dre mary j Raj, kendrick lamar eminem. oh that was 2021 yeah yeah so, i mean that it's been like a consistent the weekend yeah yeah he did perform beautiful gowns um but yeah and I, I feel like with usher's residency in vegas doing well him being there is is pretty good so shout out to usher yeah i mean you gotta get props he's been around i mean he create he basically established uh justin bieber you know i mean them, them folks love him okay think? yeah okay right okay so uh, give your dues quit playing okay 
Is that it? That that's all I have. That's all I have too. Um, so <laughs> shout out to Usher, and I look forward to um, cheering you on. Yeah. Is, oh wait, no, this was a missed opportunity as well. For what? For I mean, they could have had. So you have you seen the promo for this? For the Super yes. Bowl? Yes. yes. Where they kind of do like Usher in the past, yes. kind of like his confessions video. Yes. Um, and, but it's Kim Kardashian being like, hey, Usher, you got me? Yeah. I mean, people were saying that that should have been Kiki Palmer. You think so? I think so. With all the controversy between those two. Well, I think um, Kiki Palmer is currently trying to fix her relationship. So I think she has stopped uh, attention seeking. So she probably turned it down. I don't think there's anything that will stop her from attention seeking. Oh, absolutely not. But I think she is trying to work on her relationship. And that probably wouldn't have been the best idea. Why not? I mean, it would make them tons of money, I'm assuming. Because sometimes your relationship is more important than money. Okay. Well, I can't believe I just said that. Well, there we go. Um, Donnell says Kiki Palmer, sit down. Yeah. Work please. on some things. Please. And I love Kiki though. We'd rather have Kim Kardashian instead. I'm a mother. Yes. Kim Kardashian sales. And that's that's proven. It's a proven fact. It, it is proven. I don't know how far how long, but it is proven. It's been long enough. Unfortunately, but um, we'll go ahead and take a break and then we'll be right back. We need it. Hey guys, it's Amir. Thanks for tuning in. You can find Road Dogs podcast episodes and interviews on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify platforms. You can also see our latest updates and when episodes drop on our Twitter and Instagram page. Be sure to tell a friend to follow and support your role dogs. Now back to the show. And we are back. Yes, yes. And we are going to enter in, into our Twitter online culture, the word is uh, section. And Miss Aubrey O'Day, famous for being a member of Danity Kane. Um, she recently And taking up- green screen photos. Don't forget that. She recently came out with a statement saying that Diddy made the artist um, sign an NDA to get their music rights back. Remember when we talked about this? Mm-hmm. Was that a couple of weeks ago? I said there had to be something. Like, it had to be kind of like a gotcha. Um, and so she basically said, you know, all of the artists were given the opportunity to get their uh, publishing um, rights. Um, but you had to sign an NDA and never speak bad on Bad Boy Records again. Um, and we know that Aubrey wasn't going to do that. Um, and she basically was saying, you know, like, as of now, they're only getting, like, $800 and stuff like that. Like, so it really wouldn't have been that much. And I feel... So what, what do you think about that? Um... You know, as you said, we just recently spoke about this. So it's like, I wouldn't be surprised that he's also like, yo, you guys need to sign this. You're not going to be talking bad about me if you get these rights back. So I guess it seems like everyone who's kind of popped up in the news lately has kind of decided not to go forward with it, I guess. And she also said that two members, three members... Was it two? Either two or three? I think two. Said that they did. They didn't take the deal. They wouldn't take the deal. 
Um, who do you think they'll suit up besides her? Who else do you think it was? I think Shannon. You think Shannon? I think so because Shannon and her kind of did their own thing for a yeah. while. Um, where they were trying to really push their music, and I'm pretty sure he did his best efforts to not get that to go far. I feel like it was uh, D Woods. I feel like D Woods is kind of just like a fuck you type of, you know, like. I think Dawn definitely did it because she's on the new album, on Diddy's new album. Oh, so yeah, Dawn like definitely did, did it. it. I feel like Andrea. She just seems like she would do it. I don't, I don't, um, uh, did she get the offer? Yeah, so three of them took it. Three of them, you know. Okay, so I would say if three of them took it, I would definitely say Dawn. Um, then I guess Andrea and D Woods. You think D Woods was mm-hmm. the D? I think, I mean, Legalize Me didn't make it that far, but I think she would. Mm-hmm. I forgot she even did that. Song. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, look at you, you um, being a little historian. Okay. <laughs> Ooh, off key on the record. Just like the record. Um, <laughs> but I feel like the fact that uh, Aubrey doesn't have a cease and desist from Diddy yet lets me know that she knows where the bodies are buried. She knows something. And every chance she gets, she airs him out. So shout out to her for that. Um, so we just wanted to kind of like briefly update y'all on that on Diddy. Um, there's a special place for Diddy. There's there's definitely a special place for him. And I used to admire him. I will say that Diddy knows how to run the game. Just like all these other executives in the music industry, he learned from the best and he knows how to run the game. Okay. Speaking of the game, Deion Sanders, or Coach Prime as he's affectionately known, um, recently made headlines amongst other things. So um, he is the current coach of um, University of Colorado. Um, He said that he's honest with his kids and he ranks them. And the ranking can consistently change, but um, he said, you know, I'm the only one that's honest about ranking my kids. You guys act like you love them all the same, and you don't. (laughs) What are your thoughts on that statement? I mean, it's definitely a a man thing to say. Mm -hmm. Well, no, that's not right, because there's also (laughs) the moms that are the boy moms. True. Which you got to watch out for, because they will definitely treat their sons better than they treat their daughters. Very true. Um... It's definitely, it, it's, I would say it's surprising to hear, but also not surprising because there are parents who you could kind of tell that love their one child more than the other. I think we even talked about that. Like, does your parent think you believe you're the favorite? Yep. <laughs> yeah, we so, did. So, I mean, it's, it's kind of an unspoken thing, but it's not, um, I'm going to make my children compete for my love type of deal. And I think that's where he's kind of like ranking them type of deal. Yeah. Which is really weird because I, I'm, I'm not a parent you know I have god kids but I'm not a parent and I feel like 
there's a different love for each one and then there's a love collectively like when you have all your kids together if it's more than one um so to hear him kind of like be blunt about it and be like no that that motherfucker's last she lasts you know and then you know every so often one might climb one might you know decline um so that's just it's just interesting that that would happen. Well, it's a little messed up to treat them almost like cars, where you're like, well, I like this one more than the other one. Because at the, at the end of the day, baby, um, they're going to take care of you when you owe. He got enough money. And I think that's the thing. Maybe it's different. Maybe he can say that because those kids are set for life. Regardless of if he liked you fit, you still leaving here with something. You still well, are something. you? I mean, if you in the fifth place, are you leaving with anything? Mean, I don't. I don't know. I just feel like if my mom came out with a ranking and I was last, I would be like, hmm. Well, all right. They gonna be reaching out to me, <laughs> and I'm gonna be like, what happened to her? <laughs> Have the site manager take it. <laughs> oh, wow. No, no, no. Just, just kidding. Um, but that was kind of weird. That was kind of like, what? He really said that? Um, and then to kind of piggyback on, you Not know, the ranking where you're like, <laughs> you're laughing. You'd be like, I hope that oxygen tank stay full, baby. <laughs> like, man, by that time you rank me fifth, now you're pissing on yourself. Like, look at that. You know, and I'm pretty sure his kids probably gonna do that because, like I said, he got enough money to uh, to just be disrespectful. Do I consider it disrespectful? No, I said he's got enough money to be just disrespectful oh, yeah. to your kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, speaking of you know fathers being disrespectful with their kids, um, there was a recent TikTok that shows um, you know fathers uh, just you know out on the street being interviewed, and they were asked, you know, do you know your kid's birthday? Do you know your kids? Uh, favorite subject in school. Um, uh, like, do you know the name of your daughter's school? Like, do you like? Do you know the name of your daughter's friends? Right. Do you know your name of your daughter's doctor what, or your what, son's doctor? What color are their eyes? And these parents didn't know shit, or at least the da- the dads did not know shit. Yeah. It, to have an quote unquote active parent in your life, but them to not know the simple what if something happens? Like, God forbid something happens at your child's school and you don't know the name. God forbid something happens at your child's school and you can't provide them with an accurate description of your child. They asked this one man, what color is your child's eyes? He said brown. The camera panned to him. She looked at him like, motherfucker. You don't know shit. They blue, they baby blue. Can you? Your child go missing and you describing an Asian baby. But he's like, father's in the home. <laughs> so I was like, that, that was, it was cringy to watch. And they're just laughing. Right. And the kid is just kind of there, like stuck in this place. Like, my father is active in my life but knows absolutely nothing about well me. that's the thing it's not even it's present 
Yeah, yeah, I think there that's, you go. So yeah. it's still, and some people are like, ah, semantics, but there's a difference. You can be present in the home, but active means you are active in their life. Yeah. And for you to not know your child's birthday, come on now. It happens same time every year. It's child. the same time every year. And the, and the thing was a lot of men were kind of responding to this with, well, we pay the bills or we work and pay the bills. Baby, you don't work 24-7, seven days a week. You have time off. And if you can remember the, the football score right. from, from 1983, from 1983, 2003, uh, 1979, you remember this football player, this basketball player, this tennis player. You remember the model of your car from you know back in the day. You remember your friend's model of your car back in the day. Shit, you remember your friend's birthday, but you can't remember your child's. Your child. And you expect these individuals to take care of you. Right. That's or you expect to have a good relationship with that child. And that's the like the bare minimum. It's like you're expecting to have a decent relationship with your child and you don't know these like these little things. Like if somebody asks me my mom's birthday, I can, you know, literally right off the top of my sister's birthday. Right off the top of my like it's embedded. Like I, I have it. If somebody asks me what well my sisters, they always change their hairstyle, but like what they look like, I can go into detail. <laughs> I can kind of go into, you know, my sister like her her lashes like this, her her eyebrows this way. My mom's hair is shorter and it's usually a color, you know, even if I, I like I can give them bitch if an earthquake happened and they're looking, you know, God forbid, I can say, No, oh, this is what they all look like. This is when they're all born. This is how tall they are. This is how, you know, this is where they stay. This is their addresses. Do you know, like that little, baby, fuck them. It's just crazy. And it, it, it's a level of, this is something that's kind of been talked recently, a, a level of weaponizing confidence. Mm-hmm. It's basically using this, oh, I don't know how to do this, so that someone else has to fill that role. When you're, you're an adult, yeah, you should know just these simple things. And it's your kids. It's your kid. It's someone that lives in your home. Like you literally have to take care of it. I could, I could almost excuse it if it was like, okay, my child lives with the mom. We're divorced. Yeah. So I'm not seeing them except maybe on the weekend or holidays. There's going to be things that you're missing there. This is your child. They are there all the time. All the time. You get off of work. That's where you're going, and you see this person, and you can't remember simple things. They'd be like, so-and-so would never do this. But you don't know so-and-so. You don't know shit. You don't know what they would do. All it's, right. it's crazy. I mean, I'm, I would definitely say it's, it's good to not have experienced that. Is that something that you've ever experienced? Um, with my mom, no. I think my mom knew everything about me. I've, A little bit too much about me. I've had, like, I mean, everyone's kind of had that, that situation where the parent calls you the wrong name. Yeah, and you get in trouble. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my sister does that. Like my sister, she calls me her son, like her oldest son's name, or like, oh, my, is that when you're misbehaving? Like, or like when I like when they need something, mm-hmm. and they be like, VJ, come here, mama. And they be like, shit, you not VJ. <laughs> like, and I'm like, yeah, no. And then my mom would be like, um, uh, she'll say like she'll call VJ, or she be like. PJ, uh, Robert, uh, Trey, uh, 
Johnny, come here. And then I'll be like, girl, like, what happened? But never, like, I, I felt like if you were to call and ask them right now, like, what color are my eyes? How tall am I? Like, roughly how much do I weigh? They would all know it. Like, they would be like, 165. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a crazy thing, because this isn't, like, Obviously, they have to know what this segment is when they're about to record. So you didn't think to be like, mm, let me try to run a brain a right. little bit through the washer to kind of make sure I have some of these answers. Like, you just you just ran with it. You just went with it. Is it bucket? And they sitting there, hee, 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 hee. And your child slowly is the heart just breaking. Y'all going to get home and that child's going to slam the door. Mm-hmm. Like, why is my rifle missing? God forbid. Okay. Speaking of um, people with a lot of nerve, there is a TikTok going around of a woman who um, stated that her coworker essentially tried to force a friendship on her. And then, um, so basically, they, you know, um, they weren't the best of friends. They were coworkers, right? Um, the lady said, the coworker then said, you know, like, hey, I feel like, you know, we got off on the wrong foot. We don't know each other that well. Oh, maybe let's go out, have some drinks. The African-American lady was like, I'm going to stop you right there, baby. I don't have nothing against you. I think you're cool. We can talk to each other all day long while we here on the clock. She didn't say she thinks she was cool. No, she was like, I thought you. She's. You said like, you seem like a nice person. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah you seem like. A nice you got. You got to be careful with the words. Mm-hmm, you right. <laughs> you seem like a nice person, but I don't. But friend, my coworkers, like I don't hang out with my coworkers. Um, and so the Caucasian lady basically went to the uh, doctor that was in the office, said, "Hey, she was being aggressive. She's being, you know, all these different things. She didn't want to hang out with me." So the doctor then came out and asked the black lady, well, can you just hang out with her as a favor? Like, can you just do it? Um, you know, she said that, you know, she felt tension in the office and all this other type of stuff. Um, what are you, what, how are you feeling about this? It's crazy how quickly she flipped that. It went from, because she kind of explained it. She was like, oh, you know, I guess when the woman approached her, it was like, oh, you know, I have the, I don't really know too much about you. You know, I would like to get to know you. You seem like a great person. Can we hang out? As soon as she got that denial, she then went to the, uh, to the, to the boss and was like, she's a nigger. Right. She's she's angry. (laughs) She is angry. (laughs) She is a veteran to this place. She did not want to hang out with me outside of this. She's aggressive. She was like, she said that bitch is crazy she flipped the script real quick and that's the people you gotta be careful of and and turned on the tears yeah and you know i i've I've learned white individuals weaponize their tears a lot um so she said you know as he was talking she was typing up her resignation letter and Say, gone are the days where you feel like I need this. I, I like this job. I don't need to work here. Um, I was like, shout out to her. See, that's what I was talking about earlier when I was talking about Angelica. Like, maybe no, do something in the moment. Let them know right then and there. Um, so she basically said, you know, she had to get the fuck on because I agree with what she said. 
when that lady was saying that and you hired me and you know me and you know me for my work what did you say you know to her but because why would you come ask me to just to pacify the situation and, and to just like oh okay i'm gonna hang out with her why would you ask me that right that's a clearly a breach yeah to be able to to come to me and say i need you to or would you try to hang out with this person outside of work hours? Yeah, that's crazy to me. Like, no. If I don't want to, and this is not something I'm willing to do, then like, you tell her, oh, well. Right, like, I don't have to do that. I don't have to do that, baby girl. You want me to hang out with you for what? You don't watch your motherfucking mind. Um, even though, like, I, 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 I have hung out with coworkers before, but I'm very strategic about it and it's well i mean it's all up to that person if if you ask somebody hey do you want to hang out and they give you an answer then that's the answer you can't run to your manager or the boss or whoever to say this person won't do it what are you going to do right help me right because then now bitch if if she did say okay i'll do it bitch, it's gonna be awkward because you a snitch you a rat I'm not gonna tell you anything about my person, baby. Disneyland, Neverland, that's where I stay. Exactly. I don't. I don't have a home. I don't have a husband. I don't have kids. I, I am the most. Born, I, you're the first person I've ever spoke to. Actually, I don't even know how I know the the English language. I go home and sharpen pencils mm-hmm. every night. That's all I do. Color pencils. Mm-hmm. Until, but I never color until 9 p.m. Right. Then I get into bed. And I get into bed and I go to sleep. And I lay there. And I don't watch TV. I don't have a favorite show. I don't even know what's on. That's exact, That's exactly how the conversation should go. Hate all my children. Mash. It's the last time I watched the show. I don't know anything. Because it's just the audacity to try to go around someone's decision for themselves, where you could try to force them to to be yeah. in your presence. It's crazy. Some white people are crazy. And it's it's one thing to okay, well maybe we'll hang out at lunch. No, I don't want to do anything with you. Right, not a single. Yeah. Not anymore. Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. So shout out to her. I don't yeah. know if she resigned or not. Did they give a No, she said she turned in her resignation. So she actually like I believe so, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well that's our show, folks. Yeah. Thank, Thank y'all you for, for sticking with us. Thank you guys for tuning in. Yes. Hopefully you guys went to the Beyonce concert yes. and enjoyed it. Obviously, this is the season of Virgo that's over now. Yeah, it We're is. We're now in the season of Leo, so hide your kids, hide your Libra. wives. Either way, lock yeah. your doors. You're right. Lock your doors. Lock them up. Um, but thank y'all. <laughs> thank y'all for tuning in and, and listening to us. Now I have to figure out what I I am going to do with my life now that I'm no longer looking forward to going to a Beyonce concert. Um, well, I, I mean, we have. More I mean, but I'm just saying, I don't know. There's there's nothing definite. I don't know when another concert is coming. There's tons of concerts all the time. Beyonce concert. A Beyonce. Who, who, what's another artist that you would like to see? Or who's Beyonce? Blue Ivy. Okay. That's it. Okay. That's all I want to see. Okay. What about City Girls? You know I can't turn down a City Girl concert. There you go. I would love to see City Girls. I would love to see Doja too. I might look into Doja tickets. Did you listen to the most recent album? I did. Did you like it? I did. I did. It was good. I would say some of it 
felt a little phoned in. Get an example. I feel like it. But overall, it definitely showed that she has versatility. Yeah. Yeah. But um, speaking of versatility, make sure you follow us on our social media platforms um, on Instagram, Rodogs Podcast, on Twitter, Rodogs Pod. Um, and we're going to do better at being present on our social media platforms. Yes. Um, so this, I guarantee. This, you, I promise. Yes. So, all you verse tops and bottoms, you can mm. also follow us on Apple Podcasts. Google Podcasts, and Spotify so that you'll get notifications as soon as episodes drop. So just turn on your notifications and bing, you'll be notified. Yes. Um, But thank y'all for listening. We love y'all and we'll see y'all next week. Bye. Bye.